Hello, Storytellers Live Patreon community. And for the month of September, we welcome our podcast listeners in celebration of the 200th episode airing October 12th. My name is Amy Grody, and I shared my story in 2018, episode 20, Healing Through the Heartache of Losing a Child. I fell in love with the Storytellers Live mission to share stories from everyday women who found hope in Jesus during difficult or poignant times in their lives. I knew I had to be part of the mission because hope in Jesus was the main reason I survived losing a child. And now I'm so thankful to be part of the Storytellers Live growth team. I mainly focus on Patreon content, which means I get to dig a little bit deeper with some of our storytellers in our Story Within the Story series, which airs every other month. This month, we are introducing a new Patreon series, Where Are They Now?, where we will catch up with past storytellers to see what has happened in their lives since they shared their story with us. This series will also air every other month. And a little side note, Patreon content is not edited. So if you hear a dog barking, doorbell ring, or a sneeze, we apologize in advance, but we will keep it in the, in the um, recording. Today, we are thrilled to chat with Paige Hedrick from episode 10, Learning the Heart of the Father Through Foster Care. If you haven't listened to her story, pause this episode and check it out. Her story is relatable to anyone, not just someone looking to foster children. It's about surrendering what she thought she desired to God and walked bravely into a different journey. We can all relate to that in some ways in our lives. So welcome, Paige. Hey, Amy, how are you? I'm great. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. So yeah, you were episode... um, 10 and I was episode 20 and can you believe now this next month it'll be 200 episodes no I can't (laughs) believe it and I actually I actually brought my little foster baby to your um storyteller did you really we sat in the very back and I think we had to dip out because she was tiny but yes I did so I loved oh that's so special yeah I love that look we already have a good connection there there you go that's right (laughs) <laughs> All right. So four and a half years. So you shared um, February 26, 2018. So give yeah. us a little, a little glimpse of your life since sharing story and for storytellers. Okay. My life has been a whirlwind. It has been <laughs> lots of ups and downs, lots of seeing God's faithfulness and his grace and his mercy and um, just his goodness in our lives. Um, our lives have changed drastically because when I told my story, we were um, on the, we were in classes to be certified for fostering. Yeah. So we had not yet um, become foster, a foster family, but uh, my story was just leading up to us getting to that point. So since then, we, um, let's see, I think I shared in February of that year, my husband and I were talking about it, I shared in February and then um, we, we were certified in June and got our first placement in June. So, um, and I say first placement, she is, was our first and only. So since then we have had, um, our sweet daughter, Anna, um, since June of that year and have since adopted her. So we went through a a long process with that. Um, she is now adopted and we now have a middle schooler. My oldest daughter is in middle school. Um, and which is just blows my mind. And then my son is in third grade. So we're just, wow. we're just moving right along. <laughs> busy. Sounds like you're yes. very busy. Very busy. That's right. Wow. That's amazing that you walked into fostering and God 
blessed you with the adoption? Cause I know that that was part of your desire your, that you had for a long time that you had to let go of, but right. then God turned that around and, and gave you that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, um, it's funny because when we went into fostering, um, in my mind, I did not necessarily think that it would end up in adoption. Um, I just thought, you know, this is God's, this is God's story for us. I I knew that my heart was not, um, my heart wanted more children Mm -hmm. and I felt in my heart that that was God's plan for us. Um, but I didn't, when he called us into fostering, I, um, I just thought this is, this is the way that we're going to have more children into our home. I really did not plan neither of us, my husband or I planned to adopt. Um, Mm -hmm. so when my foster daughter came to us, um, she was 10 days old and, um, sweet baby girl. And she, the, um, plan was for mom to go through all of the the steps and work her plan and get her back. Um, and if that all went according to plan and stayed on schedule, Mm -hmm. she would be nine months when she went back, which is actually what happened. So she did go back at nine months. Um, and, uh, and that was, that was challenging, extremely hard, but at the same time, we knew that going into Mm -hmm. it. Um, and we had developed relationship with, with Biomont, with her, you know, her birth mother. And, um, so that was good. We had a strong connection with her um, and stayed connected with her, but it was very, very hard for her to go back with her. But we also knew that was the plan all along. Yeah. So, um, so that's, you know, that's kind of what happened with her. And now I'm off track. I can't even remember what your well, no, you, were, you know that you were just kind of catching us up and saying, so she went back at nine months. She went, Okay. That's right. And then she went back at, like what happened? How, how did the adoption take place then? Okay. So she went back at nine months. And then, um, almost four months later, she came back into care. Uh, um, and honestly we were, I, I had, I, had, I don't know if God kind of gave me a, a little bit of a, a feeling I'd seen a little bit of some red flags, but, um, she did come back in, into care. We were shocked, um, when she came back into care. Uh, um, but also, you know, kind of like, okay, God, what's, what's our, you know, what's our story? Like, what's our role going to be? So she came back with us, um, and from then, um, stayed with us. So fast forward through all of that. And then, um, in May of this, this year, a month shy of her fourth birthday, we adopted. Wow. Congratulations. It sounds like she has just been such a blessing to you guys. She has, she's absolutely. Yes. So four years old now. She's four years old. So probably they say that um, four-year-old little girls ask more questions than anyone, anyone, any age. So I'm sure you probably have someone talking your ear off all the time. Oh my gosh. Really? Okay. So that's an interesting fact. I didn't realize that, but (laughs) yes, it is absolutely true. (laughs) Yeah. I looked it up because when I have four-year-old little girls, I was like, oh my goodness, more questions, more questions. Yeah. That is funny. I love that. Lot, probably lots of joy in your house with the four year old. Lots of joy. And that's what I've, I've always said about Anna is that she is oh. marked with joy. And that oh. has been um, since she was a little tiny baby. I have um, just seen that in her and um, ask anyone who knows her, anyone who's a part of her life in any way or any anyone that um, she's she encounters. She is. She's marked with joy. God has just oh. given her a joy in her sweet little spirit. And I just I thank him for that. Um, all the time we, 
have a verse that we pray. We have verses for all of our children. And um, Anna's verse is um, Psalm 511. And it's, um, but let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them that those who love your name may rejoice in you. And I just pray that over her. And I tell her all the time, God has given you a joy and it comes from the Lord. And don't let anyone or anything or any circumstance ever take that, take that away from you. And I just know that he's going to use that, you know, for her to minister to people in her life. Yes. And her story, that'll be a big part of her story for sure. Absolutely. That's amazing Paige. Wow. Well, um, take us back to, you know, you shared in February, 2018. So what prompted you to share with, um, for storytellers? I know, um, in the beginning of your story, you said that Robin, you would talked to Robin about it and then um, prayed about it. And you felt like it really wasn't the right time, but then knew after three hours that God had called you to share your story. So what prompted that? Um, Really? I mean, when I spoke with Robin and I think I I said this in my story um, that she just really felt like I was supposed to share. Yeah. And um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my head. I couldn't forget Mm. that. And when I prayed about it, it was like, okay, God, God's telling me the same thing. Um, and I didn't feel like our story was ready because we hadn't even started fostering at that point, but, um, there was so much to that and so much, um, just leading up to the, the point where we were that God wanted me to share obviously. And, um, I think that was just, um, also for me, um, God's faithfulness in, um, me telling my story and him meeting me there. Mm. Um, because it was a short notice. I think I I can't remember exactly why, but it was, it was short notice. I spoke with Robin and it was like a few days later that I was, that I was (laughs) going to do the story. So I had little prep time. Um, but I feel like God, um, he just met me there and he just gave me the words to speak. And that was Mm. such a pivotal time in me seeing, okay, we're, stepping into this foster care journey. And even in this, um, this, this moment with me sharing my story, he has met me here and he has shown me that he's faithful. He's with me. And, um, he says that he'll give why he'll give, um, wisdom to the wise and, um, knowledge to the discerning. And I feel like, or not wisdom to the why I can't remember exactly what that, but he'll give wisdom and knowledge. And I believe that, um, he showed me that in that time because I was, I was nervous. I was like, what am I going to say? What am I, you know? And he showed me that, um, it's not my words, it's his words and he'll speak through me. And he absolutely did. So that was a cool, tangible way for me to see and feel God. Um, well, and I love that God used your story in the middle of it you know, right. Being able to share and not really knowing where your story was going to take, like where it was going to go yet. God yeah. used it. Like listeners heard it. And I, when I heard it, I mean, I got teary eyed a few times just thinking about, um, just stepping into a different path than I thought that I, because that, that's been my story too. I've had to step right. in different paths and I think everybody can relate to that. And I just yeah. love, love, love how, God revealed himself to your husband and you so many times during the 21 prayer, the 21 days of prayer at your church. And it it was just so obvious. Like, I love when God steps in and he's like, red flag, not in a bad way, but like, Hey guys, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. He he put it on a big poster for y'all basically. Yeah, he absolutely did. And then he followed that up with faithfulness of 
giving us the grace um, mm. and the heart for what he called us to. Um, and I, it, I mean, it's, it's so, so amazing to get to share with my kids um, for them to be able to see that in tangible ways in our family, because um, it was just a couple of like, maybe not even a week ago talking to my son, um, my nine-year-old about God's faithfulness in giving us the desires of our heart. And he says that he will, that does not mean that he will give us everything we want. Right. It means that he will, he will align our heart's desires to his purpose and his plan um, and his sovereign will for us and those around us, the, the ones that we are meant to interact with. And, um, and so that's just, it's been a really great way to see that because he has aligned all of our hearts with this calling to foster care and to take care of these, these babies and these children and to see my kids hearts, um, just seamlessly step into that role. Um, and it's, you know, they don't necessarily realize things, um, when they're happening, like we do, I can look and I can see both of my kids a heart for this. Mm. Um, and just being able to say to them, look, see what God's doing. Do you recognize this? Do you see what this is? Do you see why you love these children so much? Do you see why you have such a heart for this child? Um, do you see my, you know, my son who's nine loves babies. He loves kids. He wants to hold the babies. He, he wants to, I mean, we just had a um, four month old respite um, placement this past week. He went, he went back to his foster family yesterday. Respite means we kept him for another foster family. And all of us were so, it was like, what are we doing? Why are we tearing up sending this baby back to his family yesterday? And my nine-year-old son told my husband, daddy, I was trying not to cry. And it's just such a sweet way to see that God has aligned our hearts. He's given us the desires of our hearts, which are, which is to foster and love on these babies. And, um, but he turned our hearts toward that. Um, all of you, that's amazing. Right. And I have to redeem my husband from my story that I told, um, (laughs) because he's like, you gotta, you gotta tell them you know, clear my name a little bit. I mean, we were laughing about it this morning, <laughs> but it has been the most amazing, um, his heart for these children, um, and for our sweet Anna, um, who we've now, now adopted, um, the two of them are two peas in a pod. Aww. He is, I mean, he's wrapped around her little finger. She is like daddy's girl. daddy's girl. Oh my goodness. It's the sweetest, but we had this this four month old baby boy this for this past week. And daddy wasn't daddy. When daddy was home, he was holding them. Others wanted oh. to hold him. I'm holding him right now, guys. I want to hold him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so sweet how he, um, just seeing him and it's unexplainable. Not that he did. I mean, he always loved kids. Right. Um, it's not that, but just seeing his heart for, yeah, let's yes. Bring him in. Yeah. We can keep that baby. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and that's just all God because that's not where his heart was at the beginning of your journey. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, so like I said, he's always loved kids, but bringing him into our home was like, Whoa, right. hold on a second. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but now it's like, yeah, we can do that. Let's do it. Let's oh, make it that's work. Amazing. Well, you, yeah, I mean, what a gift God has given all four of you then and yeah. the children that you've brought in. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, how have you seen other people impacted by hearing your story? Um, I love to hear, um, people tell me, 
specifically, I mean, just speaking to fostering, um, that they've had a seed planted, not necessarily by me. It could have been from here, my store or from somewhere else, but it just opens up the door for conversation. Um, and for me to hopefully encourage them in that and, um, encourage them to step into, you know, whatever it might be, whether it's fostering or something else, when we can walk confidently and knowing that God's called us to something, um, because I can look back over this journey so far and see so much of God's faithfulness and see where he met us, me and my family in so many, so many places along the way. Um, and just, I mean, I mean, truly giving us, and it's not cliche to say, but I know so many people say it. So it feels sometimes it sounds cliche, but just giving us the grace, which is, um, giving us, like I said, the heart for these kids, giving us the, um, the grace in not, not being so stressed or anxious over little situations that happen Mm. that would seem like, how am I going to get through that? Or the day Anna went back to her biological mom and when she was nine months old. And I, um, that's a, that's an amazing story of God's faithfulness because I, um, did not think, I mean, I I thought, how are we going to do this? How are we going to handle that? Um, and I, it was, the the plan was for me to take her that day. Um, and then the kids came home from school and they wanted to take her. And I'm thinking, you you can't, I can't do this. If y'all are with me, I'll fall apart. I can't hold y'all together and be together at the same time. And they wanted to go. We, and we agreed, you know, if they want to go, we're not going to tell them they can't go. So we all went and it was such a beautiful day, such a beautiful moment. They handled it so well. They did not fall apart. I did not fall apart. God met us there. So being able to share that with people. Yeah. It's just opened the door for conversation for me to share his faithfulness and through our story and whatever he might have for them. Um, just being able to encourage and tell them that, Hey, I know, I know without a doubt, I'm confident that God will meet you where he calls you. Yeah, so that's and, been, that's been really cool. Yeah. And in the hard times, it sounds like he's just given you so much grace and so much courage to yeah. step into those moments. Yeah. All I mean, you. not to say that that day that she went back, I did admittedly have a, sure. a panic attack. I mean, my husband, yeah. thankfully he, he was here. He had come in, um, for a little bit. It was just me here, me and Anna preparing to take her back. And I was, I mean, mm. you know, couldn't breathe. I had, yeah. and he just stood and prayed over me and mm. not to say it, that's not to say it wasn't hard, but God knows there. I mean, he, sure. he brought my husband in the door at that moment when I needed him here to pray over me, lay his hand on me and pray. And um, so it's just, yeah, his faithfulness has been his grace. He's met us. He's so sovereign yeah. over us too. Absolutely. And, and knows yeah. what we need in the moments that we need it. Right. That's right. Um, well, if someone's thinking of fostering children, you know, they hear this or they hear your story and they're thinking about it, what advice would you give them? Um, I think, um, looking back, I would say, I know it's, I know it's scary to step out into something new and something different and something, um, totally unknown that you've never done before. Um, but if you know that God has, is calling you to this, and I believe that when some, when, when a seed is planted, I believe that when somebody tells me, you know, we're thinking about this, or I've always thought about, I've always wondered about this. Okay. Well, that's God that he's planted that seed. He's put that seed in your heart. So, um, you, keep walking forward prayerfully and, and cultivate and grow that seed and, and step into it because he's going to be there with you. And for me, 
how could I ever turn away from where I know God is calling me? How could I ever, I, I mean, I, that just scares me to death to think that you wouldn't, you wouldn't follow what God has for you because that's your, his best for you, for the people around you, for the people you might touch. Um, so, and I know it's nerve wracking. I know it's scary, but he will meet you there. He will put people in your path to walk you through it and to help you through it. And I just, like I said, I believe that if somebody says, Oh, I've had a heart for that, or I'm thinking about it. Well, there's a seed that God has planted and it's not by accident. So, um, and I love to, to meet with people and talk with people about that and just to hopefully encourage in some way and just pray with them over how to continue to step forward and do it confidently, knowing that God's calling you in, in that direction. Well, it just sounds like God's giving you such a passion for fostering and adoption. And it sounds like just hearing your story and talking to you today that God planted that seed a long, long time ago in your heart. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's amazing to see um, where he's taking, taken you and your family over the last four or five years. I mean, it's truly amazing. Um, well, share with us just a little bit about the ups and downs of fostering and being a foster parent. And I know we've already touched on that a little bit, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if there's anything extra you wanted to add um, for those listening. Um, the ups and downs of fostering, we could do a whole podcast series. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> um, but just in a nutshell, I mean, fostering is not... Um, there's no, um, cookie cutter. There's no manual. I mean, of course you're trained on, on so many things. Um, but it's just so, it just looks so different day in and day out. And from one case to the other, um, I think, um, for us, I mean, it it was definitely an emotional roller coaster at times. Um, with Anna thinking, okay, she's, this is going to happen. And then, oh no, that didn't happen. Or, at one point it was, um, just a couple of months before we went to trial for, um, to, to see if we were going to be able to adopt her. Um, we heard about an aunt that might want to take them wow. at this point when I was, when I was three and a half, you know, so, wow. um, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of, um, unknown and it's a lot mm-hmm. of, um, just taking it day by day. You can't, you can't, project your worry into the future and to what might happen in the future, because who knows what's going to happen. And and that's just, I mean, in life, you know, but it's so hard not to do. It's so hard not to think, you know, what could happen down the road Um, and plan, you know, you feel like you always have to have a plan and with fostering, I feel like there's a lot of times where it's call in the middle of the night. Hey, we've got a child that needs a place to stay. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, being flexible too. It's be, yeah, being flexible and yeah, as far as taking the placement. Yeah. But then also when you have the placement, like True. you may, you're supposed to have a court date. Oh, it got canceled. And so now it's going to be three months from now, wow. or yeah. you're supposed to, or, you know, mom, you've got a visit and, um, the transportation company didn't show, I mean, just all oh. kinds of things that all kinds of little things that all along the way that can happen. So, um, for us, it just, um, it just gave a whole lot of opportunity for God to show his faithfulness in all the little. Situations. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but the, uh, I mean, the upside to it, it is just such a blessing. It is such a blessing to be 
involved in this foster care world, care world. I can't tell you how, and I know you said, it sounds like I have a passion. I absolutely do. Yeah. God has just given me that passion for that. And it is just, um, such a blessing to see the success stories. It's really, really sad to see, um, mm-hmm. when, you know, something does not go the way we would want it to go or to hear some of these heartbreaking stories. Um, but it's just such a awesome opportunity to, um, I guess, you know, be the hands and feet of Jesus. I oh guess. my goodness. And I was just thinking that exact thing when you said it, like you are, yeah. yes, I would it literally, God gave me that. Just be the hands and feet of Jesus is what you're yeah. doing. Wow. I love that. But it's, yeah, there's lots of ups and downs. It's a, it's a definitely high and then drop down really low the next day and then up and down. But it is, like I said, God, a lot of opportunities to see God's faithfulness. Wow. um, Which is great. Awesome. Well, Paige, thank you so much. Yeah. What a a gift you are to storytellers and to our community. And I'm so excited for everyone to hear um, us catching up today with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I was so, so privileged for you guys to reach out to me. Of course. Well, um, to our current Patreon family, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for supporting this ministry. You help keep storytellers live going. But if you are listening today and you are not a member and want to become a member, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash STL community. And for $5 or $10 a month, you will get content like you heard today, as well as the story within the story audio devotions from Katie, which are amazing, and continue the conversations with Katie, Lindy, and Robin, where they discuss their thoughts on stories a little more in depth. All of the money goes directly to supporting our ministry and helping this to spread the hope of Jesus through the power of story. God bless you all. Thank you so much.